0: He was getting off of the water slide, Mm. and he failed to notice that there was another step and fell, and he hurt his foot, and it hurt, and he couldn't walk, put ice pack on it. Oh, dear. By the end of the day, he's like, well, yeah, it hurts, but it doesn't hurt too bad. And then Sunday night, he woke us up. He's like, I can't go to sleep. My foot is keeping me awake. And so we're like, oh, oh no! well, shit. <laughs> so, so I took him to an urgent care, which is the only medical place that's open on a Sunday here in Utah. And they're like, oh, well, you know, it's not swollen. He's not acting like he's in a whole lot of pain. And I'm like, well, yeah, he's autistic. He's <laughs> that's not one of the things he communicates very well sometimes. Right. They take the x-ray and say, the doctor comes in. He goes, well, I was wrong. Oh, dear. The bone was snapped just like clean in half. Oh. One of the long footballs. Bones up in Shit. his uh, right foot above his pinky toe.
1: What a trooper your kid is. He's bone a completely clean snap through and he's just like, oh no, I'm all right. And then like a couple of days later, yeah, this is kind of hurting now.
0: Because he's autistic, he's got better things to pay attention to. Mm. We put a walking boot on him and he limped lipped around on it for about two weeks. And then we had a follow-up appointment with a podiatrist. Oh, okay. They looked at the x-rays and they went, um, yeah, this is bad. And we're like, wait, they said it wasn't bad. Like, no, it's bad. (laughs) <laughs> to set the bone, we'll just stick a pin straight up through the middle of the bone, and then it'll be sticking out of the foot, and we'll put a cast on it, and in three weeks, we'll take it off. If it doesn't go well, we're going to have to put a plate and screws in it. So by about an hour and a half, we were like, yeah, nope, wasn't a pin, was it? <laughs> and no. the doctor came out. He's like, well, you know how I said it'd either be a pin or a plate and screws? Well, it's actually all three. It's a plate, it's a pin, and screws. So ah! he's got quite the bit of hardware in his foot now. He's pot
1: cyborg, now." And, Exactly.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he's got wheels too. Kind of like a scooter that you kneel on. The only thing is, is that in order to be able to earn their electronics turn, they have to do their chores. Well, the poor son of a bitch can't do his chores. So, so mm. what we've decided is he has to read a grade appropriate chapter book for 30 minutes to earn his turn. That's good. He's like, I want to read a graphic novel. I want to read a comic book. I don't like chapter books. And then, of course, his mom found something that had to do with mythology and Greek gods and he's like oh I'll read that so it's just a matter of finding the thing that he's actually interested in
1: hey brother Benjamin apparently last week you were at Modest Mouse is that right?
0: yeah that was the week before yeah because remember last week we didn't record
1: because I was swamped yeah Yeah. sorry everyone
2: that feels like several concerts ago for me in fact it was what
0: you went to another concert between oh yeah what other concert did you go to?
2: I gotta get out my calendar good help (laughs) good Jesus, man. (laughs) Let's see. I saw... I Don't Know How But They Found Me, which is a Salt Lake band, although they're nationally known, and Joy Wave.
0: Yeah, my wife and my two oldest were at that concert as well, down at the Sandy Amphitheater. Oh, good.
1: What is the name of this band?
0: I Don't Know How But They Found Me, which is a reference to (laughs) Back to the Future 1, when the Syrians come for Doc Brown. He says, Mm -hmm. I Don't Know How But They Found Me. It's actually a good band. I enjoy them. And actually, you know what? And Joy Wave is pretty good, too.
2: Joe oh, is really good. So then I saw Roger Waters from Pink Floyd. Oh, really? He, where oh, was really? he playing at? At Vivant. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, the local uh, basketball arena. That was the one that got
0: hit by the tornado back
2: in what 2000? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, That
1: is some quadraphonic sound for you.
2: And then I saw Corn and Evanescence. Are you fucking kidding me? You, <laughs>
1: Jesus oh. Christ, man!
2: Corn and Evanescence. Now yeah, they played together. The 90s goth ooze
0: running out of that place must have been palpable.
1: Oh. I was so into Evanescence's first album I would sing along In the car I learnt the songs On the guitar And everything Wow The album actually Has a lot going for it But now if you go And listen to it It actually is Such a downer It's so fucking emo You just can't do it Of course it's Mm -hmm. emo You know what I've decided I want to enjoy my life
0: (laughs) (laughs) I used to blast corn My first car The entire radio system Was fragged in it So I took the Boombox that I had In my room Put it in the back of my car and blast corn and Marilyn manson driving around flagstaff arizona thinking i was really fucking cool
1: i wasn't yeah <laughs> exactly yeah
0: and now i i listen to that music i'm like stop whining jesus shut up yeah i know <laughs> i'm like you just whining you're a whiny little bitch either kill yourself or get on with your life it's okay you are white and privileged what the fuck are you whining about yeah yeah, at the same time, I still get a joy out of listening to corn. Like, my son was sleeping in, so I pulled up corn, wake the fuck up, and blasted it through his room speaker. <laughs> I was like, get out. get out of bed. Yeah, basically, it's wake the fuck up. It says wake up, fuck up, really loud, like 10 times. He's got the speaker right by his bed. So he was annoyed
2: at me, and I thought it was funny.
1: That is funny. Do you ever do anything like that to your kids, <laughs> Brother Benjamin? <laughs>
2: Not as a rule. Well, I mean, I I did blast my daughter with corn, but that's because she went to the show with me.
1: Well, there you go. It was consensual. There you go.
2: I'm not done yet, by the way. Jesus, Um, Jesus, man. Saturday, I went to the uh, symphony. Oh, oh. nice! Beginning of the new season. And Sunday, I went to see some punk bands. Oh, nice! Flogging Molly, The Interrupters, Tiger Army. I thought you were talking about local stuff, but yeah, Flogging no. Molly. Haven't listened. What to them was on
1: years. the list for what they played at the symphony?
2: Uh, I know they did this Mozart horn concerto. They had a guest artist play the French horn from New York. Maybe. Oh wow, well, that's cool. Yeah. Good stuff. I'm going to Vegas this weekend for a music festival. That's Jesus. Oh, great. Oh, there you go.
1: You should do like a blog of everything you go to and just like do little write-ups of each one.
0: Middle-aged white guy who goes to a whole bunch of concerts. I'm sure there's a better title for that.
1: Brother Benji's
2: Bands. I'll think about that. <laughs>
1: there you, are. you can put it on our website if you want.
2: I was going to tell you real quick a story uh, related to Jones's son. Mm. Um, when I was... 12, I played soccer, and soccer season was always, you played for a few months in the fall, and you played a few months in the spring, and I hurt my foot in the fall, like somebody stepped on it. And as it turns out, broke a toe and broke a bone just above one of my toes, I just kept playing. What? And so, and I would play and then I would come home and I would tell my mom what really hurts because it would hurt like for hours, just throb after a game. But she didn't think I was really hurt because I kept playing soccer. And so mm. like I went through the whole winter, it never quite healed. And then I went and started playing spring soccer again and it started hurting again. And so she finally took me to the doctor and found out I'd had this broken bone for like Six months. Oh, shit. And they offered me either one of those orthopedic shoes. but They said I had to go buy these like shoes with this really firm soles and I was like, I'm too embarrassed to wear like an orthopedic <laughs> shoe. So right. right, because they're old people's shoes too.
1: It's not really an option for a youngster, is it?
2: <laughs> we buy these like really weird looking brown dress shoes and everybody <laughs> in my high school is making fun of me for my shoes hey. and like, fuck, I should have gotten the orthopedic shoe.
1: At least it would have been obvious and
2: Instead of these stupid brown pieces (laughs) of shit. Anyway, if you're having a good time and you're like, it doesn't hurt right (laughs) then, it just hurts later. Yep.
1: And it hurts psychologically. <laughs>
2: yeah. Anyway.
1: <laughs> but, James, your kid was actually in hospital for a while. Like, seemed like he was in there forever.
0: Oh, no. It was an in and out. We went in the morning. He was out in the afternoon.
1: Oh, okay. Ooh, that's good. I hate being in hospital. I just get so bored. Yeah. I can't handle it.
0: Within the last year and three months, we've had all three kids having surgery. Wow. Oh, shit. Yeah. And, of course, oh. the two days before... My youngest son just had his surgery. Our insurance deductible rolled over because my wife works for the school district. So instead of rolling over at the beginning uh, of the year, it rolls off. At the begin- and so we're like, ah, fuck. That sucks. Yeah, so now we're like, okay, kids, you can't break yourself anymore.
1: No one's going skiing for the next little while.
0: Yeah, except for my daughter's at college in Cedar City. So I have even less control over what the fuck she's doing.
1: Is she having a good time? Yeah. That's good.
0: When we took her down there, I cried a- <laughs> (laughs) A bit (laughs) when we dropped her off, and I cried a couple more times on the way driving home because it's a a three-and-a-half-hour drive. Mm. She's actually come back up the last weekend for the Oddities Expo, which was basically oddities, I guess, like... Like Joseph Smith. Not quite that odd. Um. But, you know... (laughs) Like weird and interesting things that they would sell in a weird and interesting gothy store and then make a show about it on the History Channel. Maybe his rock. Right, there you go. No, his rock is locked up in a mountain up in Salt Lake City. So
1: that's right.
0: She has some friends that their folks have basically said, you're 18, get the fuck out of my house, I'm not supporting you anymore.
1: Is that because they have too many kids to look after?
0: No, it's because she's always been hanging out with the oddballs and with the folks that actually have a personality. And so... (laughs) In Mormon culture, if you're not being a good Mormon, you got to go. I mean, my parents kicked me out when I was 18 for a week and a half because I wasn't being a good Mormon.
1: Why was it only a week and a half? Did they change their mind?
0: Yeah, they felt really bad because like, it was right after my girlfriend had killed herself.
1: Oh, yeah,
0: that's right. I was just plummeting off the deep end. They didn't know how to deal with it. And so they kicked me out.
1: A horrible time to do that. Yeah,
0: it was. And my mom is certainly much more empathetic. Pathetic because she's not autistic like my father. And she felt bad. She's like, okay, well, he's got to come home. But, you know, they had been conditioned for the 18 years I was growing up, plus the year and a half that they were Mormon before I was born. Your young man is going to go on a mission. Hmm. The last straw was when they discovered that I was actually going out paintballing that day instead of going to the young adult ward. Oh, hmm. My mom figured out where I was. She came by, she rolled down the window. She says, go home, get your stuff." You're out
1: that shit is just so scary paintball mm-hmm. I've only ever done it once Yeah, I shouted a friend from work to go and do paintball she wanted to join the army and stuff and I'm like oh well why don't you go and do some paintballing you've never done that before and she was like yeah let's do it Shh. I was kind of scared but I took her mm-hmm. along she played both games I sat out the second one and just played on my phone there you but go. I was glad that I could do something nice for her birthday
0: I found paintball to <laughs> be very entertaining when you got uh, the correct gear but it's scary the last time i went i had no gear whatsoever and i got shot in the nuts like four times i was like i'm not doing this shit no more
1: these kids that go and shoot up schools i bet they wouldn't do it if they had actually simulated it by going and playing a serious game of paintball because it does something to you it really brings it home somehow about how dangerous guns are and it's not a game I don't know. They did that for me anyway.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it has that effect on some people.
1: Uh, I guess maybe it wouldn't have that effect on
0: some people. Yeah, other people, they'd be like, okay, cool. Now, where's the real thing? Yeah. yeah I mean. Maybe. Growing up, my parents, they were like, we're not giving our children gun toys. No. Yeah. You know what I did? I grabbed sticks out of the
2: wood that looked kind of like a gun, and I pretended it was a gun.
1: Everyone plays, you know, cops yes. and robbers or whatever. It's natural.
2: Murderers and victims, you know, whatever tickles your fancy. Yeah, exactly.
1: It's our lizard brain. We fight it with your yep. neocortex.
2: Yay, neocortex. neocortex. Uh.
1: <laughs> the queen died.
2: <laughs> oh, the queen yes. died, yes. The queen
0: died, yeah.
1: I don't really care, but for like a minute or so it's like, oh, she's been there my whole life.
0: Yeah, your whole life, your parents' whole life.
1: Yeah, right. Kind of a moment of shock, but it's not like, whatever, there's no grief.
0: It's not like she really had much to do with your day-to-day life.
1: didn't really mean anything to me, but I don't hate her or anything. I quite liked that she was around. She was a stabilizing influence on the Commonwealth and... Yep. I don't know if we really need a queen anymore.
2: No. Or a
0: King Charles III. Right, yeah. Now. For however, however long he's going to be around before he gives it to, what, William?
1: Yeah, I think so. That's
0: the one who stayed at home and is not in trouble? Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Get some genetic diversity in there for fuck's sake. Have you seen how ugly the royal family is looking with all of those same genes clumped together? It really does look... <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're not quite to the level of like what is it, the Habsburgs? The Habsburgs, yeah. They're the ones with the giant fucking jaw. They're not quite to that level, but
1: oh, I'm gonna have to have a look at a picture of them. There's probably only oh, paintings, right, of the Habsburgs? Yes,
0: of course, The Habsburgs. Yeah. They were back 14, 15th century, I think. Yeah, yeah, the they old were German
1: lineage.
0: The Germans who married the uncles and sisters and
2: they took it to Egyptian levels as far as the whole oh
1: my God. keep it in yeah. the family
2: goes. That's happening to some of the old-timey polygamous families in Utah. Some of them are so inbred that they've got mm-hmm. these huge levels of birth defects and you like look at the family pictures and oh, yep, you're just like...
1: I wondered if that was a thing. Hey.
2: Oh yeah, no,
0: it's definitely a thing. It is.
1: Because
0: oh. what they do is the women are a commodity, so you've got one father for a bunch of women the branches don't really branch all that much
1: it's the founder effect
0: <laughs> yes exactly the founder effect except that the uh, founder is just one old white dude and all the rest
1: that's of right very
0: literally there are young men there but they kick them out so that the old men can get the
2: young fertile women i
1: heard about that
2: yep. actually yep it's hard to maintain that eight woman to one man ratio if you're having babies at the normal rate right. and you're not bringing any women in from outside. Yeah, you're not bringing anybody in from the outside.
1: So they kick the unfortunate men out and they become incels. No, they become
0: lost boys. Have you seen the documentary Keep Sweet and Obey? No. It's all about that Yeah They kicked the boys out You know, it's not like the boys Have been prepared for life Outside of the cult So basically They kind of stay In the same area Just they're not involved In the community anymore It was a very sad documentary
1: From an evolutionary perspective Isn't it just such a blatant example Of genes competing It's just like I'm going to take you Completely out of the gene pool Very lizard brain It's very Sure uh, yeah. Base instinct And if only they could engage their neocortex a little more, that'd be fantastic.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're breeding that out of them. Yes, exactly. Yeah, they're, probably
1: they're unfortunately. Actually
0: selecting people with no neocortex.
1: Oh Jesus. It feels like we've all read that book, A Thousand Brains, A New Theory of Intelligence by Jeff Hawkins.
0: I haven't heard of it, but Richard Dawkins?
1: No. Well it has a forward by Richard Dawkins.
0: But he's kind of a tosser.
1: And it's all about how the neocortex works and how AI is going to go forward based on the most recent research. Oh,
0: that sounds like an interesting book.
1: I've read it two times, and I'm reading it a third time to my mum when I can actually get a word in. (laughs) <laughs> I just want to try and stimulate some neurons there wherever I can. I'm just worried about her as she gets older. I want it yeah. to keep her engaged in life and stuff. Anyway, I hope she'll be all right. Um, All right, so Mosiah 5. I had a read of this earlier. Uh, I mean, to say it's bonkers would be to call it something I've called it so many times. Have you got the prelude there to it, Jones?
0: Mosiah chapter 5. The saints become the sons and daughters of... Of Christ through faith, they are then called by the name of Christ. King Benjamin exhorts them to be steadfast and immovable in good works. About 124 B.C. Oh, really?
1: Yep. 124 B.C. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally, totally. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Verse one. And now it came to pass then when King Benjamin had thus spoken to his people, he sent among them, desiring to know of his people if they believed the words which he had spoken unto them. And they all cried in one voice, saying, Yea, we believe all the words which thou hast spoken unto us, and also we know of their surety and truth, because the Spirit of the Lord omnipotent, which has wrought a mighty change in us or in our hearts, that we have no more disposition to do evil, but to do good continually. And we ourselves also, through the infinite goodness of God and the manifestations of his Spirit, have great views of that which is to- come. And were it expedient, we would prophesy of all things.
2: I like how uh he's halfway through his speech, well probably more than halfway, and he's like, "Hey, go out and talk to those people and see if they're buying it."
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know how the church does things. They send out polls all the time. Like That's I've right. gotten more polls as a expo than I ever did as a as a momo.
1: Oh, lucky, yeah.
0: Yeah, basically they send out surveys to get an idea of what the people think. They don't prophesy
1: Getting more poles at a mow. Yep. <laughs> By the way, I just want to point out that from verse 2 to verse 5. The people are all crying out All together in one voice Mm -hmm. All of these thousands Tens of I don't know how many people there are How is that possible? To make it even more implausible I thought that they couldn't hear King Benjamin properly Well, not all of them Like he had to write it out And send it out You
0: know what? This is like those emails you get (laughs) From a group that says Do you think this, this, this and this? Check yes or no What I suspect is King Benjamin must have Sent out a questionnaire,
1: right? Just like the modern Mormons. Yeah, exactly. There you go. But that's not what it says. It says they all cried out in one voice. Well, you know,
0: it's basically the same
2: thing. He's lying. Sometimes when you go to like a big time sports event and they're like, oh, you're sitting in row 12 CD, here's the card you're going to hold up at halftime. So maybe they just all had this written down.
1: And that's what they call crying out, holding up a card.
2: They're all reading off the card, you know.
1: <laughs> or
0: this is all bullshit and none
2: of this happened and it doesn't really fucking matter. Don't take the easy way out, man. Try to make it make sense.
0: <laughs> now, I tried to make this bullshit make sense for 40 fucking years. Didn't work. I'm about to start now. I'm I- I'm done trying to, you know, toe that line. You put in the work already, I hear yeah, you. Yeah, I put in the work, it, it didn't turn out, so fuck that shit.
1: Sometimes you put in the work and it doesn't turn into some spontaneous godgasm.
0: Yesterday I put in the work and <laughs> the waffles that I tried to make were stupid and flat and I hated them.
1: Well, I saw those pictures and I'm looking at them going, should I like this or should I not? <laughs> What I'll do is I'll just talk to you about it So here's me talking to you about it Good on you for cooking something Next time cook something healthy
0: <laughs> hey, I, you know what? The thing was is that My son is taking a cooking class In school right now And because he's on a scooter They don't want him going over by the oven But they also aren't doing anything else To help him to learn cooking Like mixing or measuring No, they just had him sit down And write down the recipe
1: Ah, oh, and the imperial system mustn't help
0: No, the imperial system system is bullshit, but he's growing up American so he's kind of used to it. They made waffles yesterday, and he was bummed out because he didn't get to make waffles. So I was like, all right, we'll make waffles. So he helped me mix up the ingredients. He and I had decided we should double the batter amount because he's like, oh, this will only make four waffles. I'm like, really? Okay, we'll double. And you want more waffles. Those weren't waffles. They were sad, flat, stupid things. I doubled the recipe and then looked at it, and I'm like, son, are you sure you only made four waffles? He's like, I don't know. I wasn't over there. There is like almost 30 proto waffles still in my fridge. My wife wouldn't let me throw them out. She's like, yeah, they look like crap, but they're tasty, so I'll be fine.
1: Them. Them. Yeah, if you put enough ice cream on them, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> Go ahead, Brother Benjamin.
2: And it is the faith which we have had on the things which our king has spoken unto us that has brought us to this great knowledge, wherefore we do rejoice with such exceedingly great joy. And we are willing to enter into a covenant with our God to do his will and to be obedient to his commandments in all things that he shall command us all the remainder of our days that we may not bring upon ourselves a never-ending torment as spoken by the angel that we may not drink out of the cup of the wrath of God. God obedient entirely voluntarily and not because of the threat of eternal punishment from our king oh
1: yes totally voluntarily uh-huh. by the way that's where they stop singing out you've now completed that section well done
2: Hallelujah. <laughs> and now these are the words which King Benjamin desired of them and therefore he said unto them you have spoken the words that I desired and the covenant which ye have made is a righteous covenant
1: so earlier he he says that they were crying out. Now he says they just spoke it. What is it, Joseph?
2: You have forwarded the email to 10 friends as instructed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so verse 7, and now because of the covenant which you have made, ye shall be called the children of Christ, his sons and his daughters. Oh, he's acknowledging the daughters. Isn't that amazing?
2: But never his non-binary or trans people.
1: No, no never those people, because oh, they don't exist, even though they did exist with the native americans apparently that was an understood thing yes indeed for "For behold this day he hath spiritually begotten you for ye say that your hearts are changed through faith on his name therefore ye are born of him and have become his sons and his daughters verse eight and under his head ye are made free, and there is no other head whereby ye can be made free. <laughs> oh, come on, King Benji. I bet you're hoping to get some freedom-inducing head later.
0: no <laughs> oh, he's too old for that bullshit.
1: Mm. I hear that men are never too old for that bullshit. verse <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh no we're still in verse 8
2: we're just talking about freehead there you yeah. go
1: there is no other name given whereby salvation cometh yes that's right we know what you're talking about therefore I would that ye should take upon you the name of Christ all you that have entered into the covenant with God that ye should be obedient unto the end of your lives and it shall come to pass that whosoever doeth this shall be be found at the right hand of God for he shall know the name by which he is called for he shall be called by the name of Christ just because you know the name that you're called then you're going to be at God's right hand while well, i know the name by which they're called you've just told me it's christ But because I know it, does that mean now I'm going to end up on the right-hand side? I don't want that. I prefer women. I don't want God.
2: (laughs) Just go with that, and um, I think you won't have to worry about the right side, at least not (laughs) as I understand the theology. There
0: you go. Thank
1: you for alleviating my fears, Brother Benjamin.
2: Verse 10,
0: And now it shall come to pass that whosoever shall not take upon him the name of Christ must be called by some other name. Therefore he findeth himself on the left hand of God. That is... one of the reasonings why Nelson is like, don't call us Mormons,
1: we have to take upon us the name of Christ. Oh. Because
0: apparently God is really big into labels.
1: And is this also the justification for temple names?
0: No. The justification for secret temple names is Joseph Smith badly copying and modifying Freemason ceremonies.
1: Oh, okay.
2: I think the idea of taking on like a new name as kind of a rebirth thing is pretty common. Mm. True. Saw <laughs> so who became Paul. Abram, who became Abraham,
1: or right, I we'll chuck a ham on the end, he turned himself into a ham, or
0: Elijah, who became Elijah,
1: they were two different people.
0: No, they weren't. They were the same person. No, I think
2: they're two different people.
0: Are
1: you sure? I know it's confusing, but Elisha was actually the protege of Elijah.
0: Right. They oh, hung okay. out
1: for a while, and then Elijah was taken up to heaven in a chariot. He never actually died bodily.
0: He probably didn't even exist, so...
1: That's right. So, they're right. He never died bodily.
0: Never took a leak bodily, or...
1: Never impregnated a woman bodily, or... Um- oh,
0: dear God. Verse 11, And I would that ye should remember also that this is the name that I said I should give unto you that should never be blotted out, except it be through transgression. Therefore, take heed that ye do not transgress, that the name be not blotted out of your hearts. Whatever the fuck that means. Mm -hmm. Verse 12, I say unto you, I would that ye should remember to retain the name written always in your hearts, that ye are not found on the left hand of God, but that ye hear and know the voice by which ye should be called, and also the name by which he shall call you. You're right. This is kind of sounded like the whole temple name bullshit, isn't it?
2: Does it does a little bit, yeah. yeah. Everyone who goes on the same day gets the same name. Yes. I know. Isn't that odd? No it's efficient. Yeah. The
1: church is kind of efficient, isn't it? It has that machinery about it.
2: Especially that part of it, yeah. Yeah.
1: What parts of it don't have efficiency, do you think?
0: The priesthood quorums, they have no efficiency. It's a complete clusterfuck. All forms of scouting. Yes. Mm. Yeah, not efficient. Unless you're attempting to kill off the uh, teenagers. At least that was my experience.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, because you got lost.
0: Yeah, we got stuck up on the mountain twice, so yeah.
1: yeah. That's not efficient. You should Look after no. your progeny if you want to keep them.
2: Or if you're going to kill them off, do it right yeah, the first do it time. Quickly. Yeah, right, exactly.
0: <laughs> it's like, well, they didn't get killed off on this mountain the first time, so let's try yeah.
1: it again. They could have lived life without you, Jones, but they fucked it up.
2: And that would have been their loss. <laughs> mm. <laughs>
1: That's right. I'm so glad they fucked it up.
2: <laughs> yeah, you and me both. All right. Verse 13. For how knoweth a man, the master, whom he has not served, and who is a stranger unto him, and is far from the thoughts and intents of his heart? That sounds like someone who's never paid taxes.
0: <laughs> well, King Benjamin, he says back at the beginning of his speech, I've never
2: burdened you with taxes. <laughs> 14. And again, doth a man take an ass which belongeth to his neighbor, and keep him? I say unto you, nay! <laughs> no. see, that's Sweetie bullshit does.
0: because, yeah, Joseph Smith <laughs>
2: took tons of asses. That belonged to his neighbor. Sweetie
1: takes his neighbor's farm, uses it to pay for his silly book. I guess he does pay him back later, but yeah, no.
0: He's <laughs> yeah, much later. It was never Joseph's money that he paid him back
2: with. No, paid back with it was God's money.
1: Right.
2: And uh, Martin was coveting it mm-hmm. like it belonged to him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nay, he will not Yay. even suffer. Do you want me to read this verse? (laughs) I'm not going to say nay again because you think that's too funny. (laughs) He will not even suffer that he shall feed among his flocks, but will drive him, pound him. Oh, drive him away. And cast him out. (laughs) I say unto you that even so shall it be among you, if ye know not the name by which ye are called.
1: That's a lot if you forget your name.
2: Yeah, it sucks to have amnesia. I know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I would that ye should be steadfast and immovable, (gasps) always abounding in good works, that Christ, the Lord God Omnipotent, may seal you his his what
1: yeah um... just his
2: you're just his alright you're just his yep that you may be brought to heaven that ye may have everlasting salvation and eternal life through the wisdom and power and justice and mercy of him who created all things in heaven and in earth which is God above all amen but I'm not really done yet
1: it's such waffle christianese yep in this through this by this with this add this more sugar less spice add a cup of this (laughs) sounds about right brother benjamin do you want and do the preamble for chapter
2: 6. King Benjamin clinks the names of the people. I'm sorry, that's records. My bad. Oh. And appoints priests to teach them. Oh. Uh, Mosiah reigns as a righteous king about 124 to 121 B.C.
0: And now King Benjamin thought it was expedient after having finished speaking to the people that he should take the names of all those who had entered into a covenant with God to keep his
1: commandments. He's taking a census that's the thing that god got mad at david for doing in second samuel 24
2: that's right cuz he did a census when he wasn't supposed to right
1: and do you know how god punished david for that
2: he had his son kill him
1: He killed 70,000 Israelites. God doesn't like it when you take censuses. I think this is part of the reason that right-wing people don't like it when you take censuses.
0: Right, because it says it in the Bible? Good God.
1: Actually, I'm not a fan either. He's not calling it a census, but really it is. Once again, Joseph doesn't know his Bible. I just thought that was interesting.
0: That is interesting.
1: I'm off my sidewalks.
0: Verse 2. And it came to pass that there was not one soul, except it were little children, but who had entered into the covenant and taken upon them the name of Christ. And again it came to pass that when King Benjamin had made an end to all these things and had consecrated his son Mosiah to be a ruler and king over his people and had given him all the charges concerning the kingdom and also had appointed priests to teach the people that there Thereby they might hear and know the commandments of God, and to stir them up in remembrance of the oath which they had made, he dismissed the multitude, and they returned everyone, according to their families, to their own houses.
1: I didn't know they had houses. I wonder how much time had elapsed. Was there dust? Sure. Maybe
0: it was a multi-day event.
1: (laughs) It seems like they've been camping out forever. Yes. I mean, they were there long enough to put up tents.
2: And to write everything down and to pass it all out and to do the call and response. And
1: It feels like this was at least a week or more. Maybe they rented their houses out on Airbnb to some nice Aztecs while they were gone.
2: <laughs> well, I think they told us how long it was. It was three years. It was between 124 and 121 BC. Ah. And it feels like it's been that long, so...
1: So what were the houses doing during that time? Falling apart or being taken over by marauders?
0: They were just... They were non-existing, just like everything else. Decaying peacefully. <laughs>
1: All right. Oh, is it go, Is it? Yes, it is. it is. And Mosiah began to reign at his father's stead, and he began to reign in the 30th year of his age, making in the whole about 476 years from the time that Lehi left Jerusalem. Wow. That's three significant figures. You don't say about with that.
2: Maybe it was like 476 years and like six months.
1: Uh, yeah, okay. And King Benjamin lived three years and he died. Was that exactly three years? Oh, was that like 37 months or 35 months? Anyway, I'll shut up.
0: Well, the Nephi calendar was totally different, I'm sure.
1: Oh, right. So there'd be no point in getting any more specific than that. Exactly. And it came to pass that King Mosiah did walk in the ways of the Lord, and did observe his judgments and his statutes, and did keep his commandments in all things. He never had an impure thought whatsoever he commanded him. All right, Brother Benjamin, take us the last verse.
2: And King Mosiah did cause his people that they should till the earth, for before they just kind of looked at it funny and hoped food would grow. (laughs) And he also himself did till the earth, that thereby he might not become burdensome to his people, that he might do according to that which his father had done in all things. And there was no contention among all his people for the space of three years. Which coincidentally is how long King Benjamin lived. But once Benjamin was out of the picture, things got fucked quickly. (laughs) <laughs> I'm assuming that's foreshadowing, maybe, but...
1: He loves these thrays. It's a whole rule of thracing, thing, isn't it?
2: Keep in mind, these were observant Jews, so they were using a lunar calendar.
1: Ah. Oh, and what does that mean?
2: It means that if you don't throw in some like weird extra months every once in a while, then...
1: People are going to think you're doing it wrong.
2: Passover is going to happen in the middle of the winter or something because your calendar's <laughs> not keeping up with the planet.
1: The new King Mosiah, he goes out and works just like every other person, unlike Prophet Nelson.
0: Well, Prophet Nelson did all his work already. He doesn't have to do any work anymore.
1: oh okay now he just gets to be a prophet yes Mm -hmm. oh I see oh okay I got that one wrong
2: I don't feel like they talk about tithing much in this book if at all they talk about consecrating to the Lord yeah that's true they do
0: it's just another thing where the vast majority of what makes Mormonism Mormonism right you know this perfect book and doesn't mention a goddamn thing that the Mormons do yep
1: did this occur you, Brother Benjamin, when you were sort of getting ready to go on a mission that the Book of Mormon didn't really have most of the tenets of your faith and yet you were handing it out?
2: No, it definitely occurred to me and it did mm. seem odd. You have to swallow a lot of cognitive dissonance to make your way through that particular world if you're a reasonably thoughtful person. Yes. So yeah, that occurred to me. And the there are sections of the book that pretty clearly are about the Trinity and there are sections of the book that are very harsh about polygamy. Right. <laughs> you know, that that just didn't make sense in light of what happened after that. Definitely, I thought that was weird.
1: Do y'all have any comments on the news to finish off with? Hit me with it.
2: The overturning of Roe has been unexpectedly bad for Republicans.
1: Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: Tell me how that played out.
2: I mean, there was this vote in Kansas, which is a reliably Republican state about abortion in Kansas. It was a little more complicated than that, but that's what it came down to. Hmm. And the anti-choice people lost badly. Wow. Mm
1: -hmm. That's great.
2: They'd set it up. To be as successful as possible. like They didn't do it in a general election. They did it in a primary election where turnout's usually lower and turnout was huge. And so all of these like super pro-life Republican candidates who are in tough races are like scrubbing their websites of everything they've ever said about abortion. Oh, and wow. Yeah. Just running as far away from it as they can because it's really hurting them. I still think they're going to win at least part of control of our legislature. I think they're going to win the House of Representatives, but maybe not the Senate and probably they won't make the gains they thought they were going to. It's because like so many people are just pissed off about that.
1: Yeah, right.
0: it's like they didn't think they're like, oh, well, we have the power now we'll do it. And, you know, all of our supporters will continue to support us. But they kept thinking of getting rid of Roe versus Wade as an end game. Then they forgot about all us libs who got really fucking pissed off when they did this, you know.
1: And Republicans, too, because let's face it, Abortion is popular with everyone.
0: No, yeah. no, it's true. It's one of those issues where you say one thing until it affects you, and then it, you do another thing.
2: Mm-hmm. I think a lot of white women who might be swing voters or might lean Republican that didn't like Trump are probably in a swing for Democrats because they don't like what the Republicans are doing. It's going to be an underperforming year for Republicans, considering how bad parts of the economy are and stuff, because the Rose stuff.
1: Thank you so much for joining me and once again you've both been a delight and I'll All see right. you again cool. shortly. See you later. Okay, talk to um, you later.
2: Goodbye. Bye.